what does it take to be a good leader? What are the qualities that you look for in a good leader? Think back to your other sports or jobs or group situations that you've been in. What were some of the things that the leader did that helped you and the team to perform better? What is the definition of leadership? The dictionary defines leadership as the action of leading a group of people or organization. It is the state or position of being a leader. As many of you know, when you're trying to define a word, you don't really want to use the word that you're trying to explain in the definition. So I looked up the definition of leader. A leader is a person who leads or commands a group organization or country. Again, lead is still in the definition. So I looked up what the word lead means. Lead is to show someone or something the way to a destination by going in front of or beside them. Another definition of lead is a reason or motive for someone or something. Are you a leader? Do you want to be? What are some characteristics of a leader? Leaders help the team to build confidence. See episode five. They help to optimize the performance of the athletes around them. Leaders also have respect for their teammates and a positive relationship with both their coaches and their teammates. They are good at motivating others. See episode two and are accountable, meaning that they take responsibility for their actions and the outcomes of those actions. Leaders also communicate well with the coaches and their teammates. We'll be talking more about communication next week. Leaders in sports tend to have a high level of skill in their sport. They have a desire for high performance both from themselves and their teammates, and they're willing to put in the extra work to help both themselves and their teammates to be successful. They have also been found to be focused, see episode four, and have a strong work ethic. They are the first ones on the court and the last ones off. They lead by example. On a sports team, there are two types of leaders, official and natural. Official leaders are people who have authority and are in charge because of their position. This includes coaches, assistant coaches, directors, and to some degree, captains. These people are in charge initially because of the structure of the group. Directors are in charge of coaches. Coaches are in charge of assistant coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Captains are players within the team that either the team or the coach has designated as someone that is responsible and can help the team to perform their best. Captains are either appointed by the coaches or voted on by the team. The other type of leader is a natural leader. This type of leader comes into the position without being designated by another group member or the organization. For example, an athlete on the team might be very high energy and take it upon themselves to help rally a team and fire them up before a match. A natural leader can also help to stop players from talking when the coach is talking. This leader is someone that the players listen to and respect. The captain and coaches can also be natural leaders as well as appointed leaders. Every athlete on a team can be a leader in their own way and it is up to the appointed leaders to help each athlete perform their best. As some of you know, I coach coaches across the world as to how to be effective leaders. This is something that is very important to me, and I wanted to define and talk briefly about five concepts of leadership in coaching. For the athletes that are listening, think about your coach and which of these things you see in your coach. Which do you like or do you prefer to see in your coaches? Number one, social support is the behavior that communicates concern for the athlete's welfare, well-being, and relationship with other team members. Number two, positive feedback also called rewarding behavior, is behavior exhibited by the coach that recognizes and regards good performance in the athlete and provides positive reinforcement. 
This feedback depends on the performance exhibited by the athlete. Number three, training and instruction is the mechanical and physical aspects of the coach-athlete interaction. Number four, autocratic behavior is the degree to which the coach is authoritarian in decision style. This means that the coach is the center of power and dictates orders to the athletes, and the athletes do not participate in the decision-making process. Number five, democratic behavior permits athletes to provide feedback on such issues as practice and game strategies, tactics, and goals. The preferences for these different styles of coaching vary based on the age of the athlete, the gender of the athlete, skill level of the athlete, the level of stress of the situation, and the type of sport, just to name a few. For more information on leadership in a coaching context, please contact me at laura at radoconsulting.com. We will be discussing leadership and coaching more in our second season of this podcast. To review, the focus four for leadership are, number one, leaders have qualities such as motivation, confidence, communication, and accountability for their actions. Number two, leaders have a high skill level in their sport and a strong work ethic. Number three, leaders, whether appointed or natural, lead by example. Number four, coaches can use social support, positive feedback, training and instruction, and autocratic and democratic behavior to help their players to optimize performance. Now that you have the leadership snippet, what is one leadership quality that you see in yourself? What is one quality that you want to work on to help you to become a better leader? For assistance with practice or additional tools to increase your level of leadership, contact me at radoconsulting.com. If you or your organization are interested in hosting a workshop, please email me at laura at radoconsulting.com. Next week, we will take a look at communication, both verbal and nonverbal, and how we can do and say what we mean to. Mm-hmm.